1: In a given month, over
0: 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Has day loaded up, taking a shot, looking for A.J. Brown. He's got it!
0: Touchdown! This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. From BetQL.
2: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you on this Tuesday, the last day of February. I cannot believe this year is, is by already. Yeah, Holy it's March God. tomorrow. you My mm-hmm. goodness. Football Outsiders just released this report, and Nick Ceriani was the most aggressive coach in the league on fourth downs in 2022 using sound analytics. Uh, We heard the play there welcoming welcoming us back into the show. So do you agree with this report? I mean, Bill Belichick was not a surprise for me where he was ranked. I just don't see him as being super aggressive. Ranked 31st in terms of aggressiveness. Robert Sala was dead last. (laughs) So did anything stand out to you here, Joe Ostrowski?
0: Let's first... uh talk about the last conversation for the break because something really did stand out to me. I'm curious if it did to you. Um, Seamus McGee, lead trader at BetMGM, basically said they can't win at the draft. And and this is something that I've been preaching for the last couple of years. And he's like, we've we've made the decision to scale it back. Well, why do you think they're scaling it back? Because they're getting their butts kicked. Yes. And I asked him, I said, have you ever had... A successful draft and the response was (laughs) that's a no let me let me translate that's a big fat no so when we say that this is the best betting opportunity of the year when the books are saying let's not offer as much because we're losing money when all of this is out there and it is still available at a lot of places maybe you should spend more time taking a look at the NFL draft because it, it, a lead trader is telling you like, look, we can't win at this. We've got to cover a million different things. And this is all speculation and people following steam and And every year it's it, it has not been good for us, which means it's very good for the better. So I, I thought that well, was I wonder. really interesting.
2: I I mean, I guess I did, but it's kind of something we already knew that the draft has been so profitable, especially last season. All the drafts seem to be profitable for the players and not the books. But what scared me is when he said that they're going to dial back, like, do you think they might just not even offer much at all? Like maybe each year it's less and less and less because they're just not going to be able to be profitable.
0: I'm not worried about that yet because there is so much competition among the sports books. So if you make the decision to offer less, okay, that's on you. That's fine. Um, But the other spots are so desperate for your action. I mean, I'm not worried about it at all because the draft is two months away and we already see number one overall pick, first quarterback, first receiver, first defensive player. What round is Stetson Bennett going to go? Which team is going to draft B. John Robinson? And it's still two months away, so I don't think there's mm-hmm. any signal that it's just going to go away. The the okay. money's too. Yeah, because I
2: can't bet on it here, so I thought maybe other places might follow suit, you know, and just pull. No,
0: it. I mean, can if they want, but I think somebody's always going to offer it. I mean, I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, listen, and, the sports books are yeah. doing just fine, so I think they could afford yeah. to maybe have one event or two or three even where they're not making a ton of money because i think they do pretty well overall
0: Mm -hmm. do you have to win at everything like how about you know for the people that pay close attention to it why not throw them a bone and guess what you're going to keep that customer because they're not going to burn through all their money and get frustrated and maybe only come back during football season maybe they'll stick around uh year round so maybe you should play the long game A little bit uh but it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing uh but like yeah the richardson thing was big that was a hundred to one a couple weeks ago and now it's a it's a very short number i think the hunt that that 100 was at mgm i don't think it was anywhere else but uh we'll see how the combine overreaction goes um as far as these coaches yeah i was looking at the aggressiveness index that football outsiders put together and I was wondering, does it impact our betting at all? Do you, are you more willing to bet on some of the coaches that are more aggressive? Or is it a situation like the Chargers, where maybe you don't want to bet on some of the more aggressive coaches? Uh, I, I wonder about that. I was going back and forth with Paul about this with the totals. It, does it impact the totals if you have a team that's aggressive? Are, is there such a thing as a key number as much? I think it's starting to change with the uh, how common games land on seven or land on three or scores land on seven and three, which historically is always up there. Uh, Sirianni being the most aggressive coach does not surprise me. Mike McDaniel number two, that makes a lot of sense. Arthur Smith three. Yeah. I mean, these are all, all offensive minds for the most part. Arthur Smith and number three. Not not high profile, but aggressive. Kingsbury, now he doesn't have a job, but he's up there. Uh, LaFleur, I I never really thought about it, but I guess it makes sense. You're right, younger. Uh, We say Campbell, but is that more the offensive coordinator or is that truly Campbell or is it a mix? Uh, McDermott, I thought he was more conservative than this. And for him to be seventh was a bit of a surprise. So where's Staley? Staley's 13th. That kind of makes sense. (laughs) It felt like he was more conservative.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense that he dropped back a little bit. Uh, What about the coaches? It's that whole
2: thing where you get criticized and you try to fix it and then you just go the whole opposite way. Maybe we'll see him more in the middle next year.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I wonder what we'll see from him. Yeah. Who knows? Because no, nobody thought that he would go this way. Uh, the most conservative coaches, you mentioned Salah, uh, tied with Belichick at the bottom. I don't think that's a surprise at all. Now, the Salah thing, it's hard to be aggressive when Zach Wilson's your quarterback, right? It's hard to be aggressive when you're trotting out Flacco. True, So true. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's always going to be this guy. That could change. Uh, Dennis Allen, defensive-minded guy. Tomlin, defensive-minded guy. All at the bottom, Josh McDaniels, learned from Belichick. I think the ones that are ultra-conservative make a lot of sense. Um, Near the bottom, a little surprising to me, was Dayball and Harbaugh. How about, I mean, didn't didn't that stand out to you? Because you think day ball, you think more aggressive, offense, offense, offense. But he is dealing with Daniel Jones. Uh, we'll see how locked in he is with them, with him. And uh, John Harbaugh is not viewed as a guy that's the most conservative coach in yeah. in the NFL, and he was 24th. He was pretty far down there.
2: That one is interesting for sure. So from a betting perspective – I guess something I was also thinking about is could this affect like quarterback rushing touchdowns or something like that? Or what other ways might you try to take this information and see how you could use it to your advantage?
0: Hmm. Oh, that's it's funny how they split up the Denver, the Rossberg guy, and the Hackett place the Hackett calls because mm. Hackett was actually really conservative. He's near the bottom. Then when Rosberg took that, took over. Oh yeah. Uh, the, He's they were the much top. higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would not have guessed that Eberflus was uh, one of the more aggressive coaches, but you know, this is, this is what the league wants. I think this is what betters want. It's very frustrating. And I do think people are more likely to bet on these more aggressive coaches than some of the conservative ones. Now, the conservative coaches, I would say, are more predictable about where the scoring is going to come from and just how explosive they're going to be or how explosive they're not going to be. Um, that That's what I find pretty interesting about this whole thing. Uh, does it impact your betting a little bit? I would say that I am more likely to bet on these, these coaches uh, near the top because a lot of times when you're in spots where you're – You know, you end up needing those two-point conversions to force overtime. You're going to end up seeing that. So that's Mm -hmm. that's a spot where the more aggressive coaches it could help on the overs, and then obviously, I think it could help on the unders for uh, for some of these other coaches that are just looking to play a uh, a closer, lower scoring game.
1: Selling a little or a lot. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Yeah, like a Belichick, for example. Car-
0: Carol, maybe. Um, I wonder, yeah. Tomlin, probably. Because we know they're going to play with their defense. Dennis Allen wants to do the same thing. So it is interesting though, but like, I I think all organizations want to be at least in the top half. But how much are they willing to, to go all in on that, on that? That's, that's the big question. Um, Wilkes and Rule were about the same. It didn't change as far as aggressiveness. A change as far as victories, then, but not aggressive.
2: And if you are looking at, you know, using this aggressiveness strategy, it's like it doesn't help that Siri, or maybe it does, you know, obviously they're in the Super Bowl and he ranks number one. So, like, if your boss is like, listen, you need to use these analytics more and do what he's doing, you know, but some of yeah. these other coaches, like you mentioned, Kingsbury doesn't have a job. He was fourth. What did the Falcons really do? And then of course Mike McDaniel, it was impressive. They've got you know some questions at quarterback now with all the concussions to Tua, but you know it is kind of interesting. Like are are the top ranked coaches in aggressiveness all winning coaches? Most of them are, I think you could say. You know they're they're all pretty successful mm-hmm. except for Kingsbury. Maybe I guess mm-hmm. you could say Arthur Smith, um, but he doesn't
0: have the talent. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. So it. it it probably is translating the Ws.
0: Yeah, like how, many, uh, how much evidence do you need that the more aggressive coaches are winning? I, I feel like we talk mm-hmm. about it all the time. So you're right. It is a copycat league, and that's probably what's happening. Like, look, we need to be more aggressive. Um, the, the teams near the bottom, a lot of them lost. Now, Dayball, not yeah, one of them. But, yeah, a lot of them are fired or they lost. So it's it's pretty much common sense. Now, the guys that are untouchable are Tomlin and Belichick, I'd say. Yeah. So that's not going to change. I mean, they've won that way for a very long time. So I don't see any, any change there. But elsewhere, you know, Shanahan, 19.
2: I was just looking at him. Yeah, that surprises me a bit. It's kind of middle it of the is. road.
0: It is surprising, but also you have to think about the quarterback situation he was in.
2: True. So if he had
0: an above average quarterback, would he be higher up? Probably. Probably. It's, yeah. When you've got Jalen Hurts successful in all those fourth downs, it's easy to be aggressive. You know, when you've got see- Aaron Rodgers, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I could see Doug Peterson being more aggressive next year. He ranks. 16th. I mean, he
0: He was when they won, so yeah. I I could see that that for sure too. Um, on the the combine starts on Thursday, but as far as betting it, the fun the fun day is going to be Saturday. I mean, that's probably the only day I'm going to make sure that I watch some of it because you've got the quarterbacks, the receivers, and tight end, and of course for us from the betting perspective, we've got to watch quarterbacks because. It's a matter of figuring out which quarterback is going to be going number one overall uh, for whoever the, the Bears end up trading that to. But as far as uh, ways you can bet it, not every sports book offers it. But uh, the obvious ones is anyone going to break the 40 yard dash record? The fastest 40 time is going to be over or under 4.275. Uh, bench press, the highest uh, number of reps, they set at 39.5. They oh they have uh, they wild. have a total for highest vertical <laughs> jump, longest broad jump, three cone drill, sixty yard shuttle. I know the bench press is wow. for people that don't follow this, it's two twenty-five. Thirty-nine and a half.
2: My last arms are my chest and arms are tired just thinking about that. Like forty reps of that.
0: Gosh. Yeah, I think I guess I think, what do you think the, the lowest was last year?
2: I mean it seems tr- like if I, you do your research you could probably <laughs> find an edge, right? I mean I was you would looking also at it a little bit. inside information, I feel like. I don't
0: know. Yeah, about the about this current athletes, like the group of athletes are changing every year. So, um you just need one. So the high last year in the bench press was only 32. I say only 32. But the number's 39 and a half.
2: Oh. 30, 40 is hefty. I just think that is crazy. Imagine getting to 20 and being like, I'm halfway. Just got to get to 40 now. Woo.
0: It was 40 a couple of years ago. That was the exact number. So you see why they said it at 39 and a half. I'll say this. Uh, three cone drill. The over under is 627. The fastest we've ever seen is 628. So. Wow. I mean, you need basically the record to be set to lose a bet. There's juice on it, but uh, that really stood out. I didn't under- understand why the three cone was was right around the all-time record. So it was interesting to me.
2: At Zachonomics, Zach Price, one of our favorite futures bettors. I know he's had his heart broken by the zags like I have. We'll hear what future bets he has added to his portfolio next.